Welcome to the 2SER Book Club, where every week we open up a new book and help you find something to read, no matter what your taste. Here's Andrew and Alex. Good morning, Alex. Great to be here again. And oh, look, thank you for always inviting me in to share Australian books with you. I have got a new a new novel from an Australian author, Christopher Raja's Into the Suburbs. Now, Christopher Raja is the author of plays, essays, and a novel, The Burning Elephant. And his memoir, Into the Suburbs, is Chris's story of leaving Calcutta and beginning a life in Melbourne. Now, I don't read a lot of memoir, perhaps to my detriment, but there was something about the cover and the conceit of Into the Suburbs that drew me in. This is not an exhaustive tale of Christopher Raj's life to the present day, but rather an exploration of what it means to be dislocated and to search for meaning and an idea of home in a new place. Now, Chris was 11 years old when his mother and father moved the family from Calcutta to Melbourne in the 1980s. The contrast is immediate. From the densely populated streets of Calcutta, he is transported to a world that is almost unbearably quiet. Where previously he had family surrounded him, now even his relatives keep to their manicured quarter-acre blocks. There is something in the title that suggests an expedition, a journey of discovery of lands uncharted or poorly understood. At least that's how I understood it. I mean, I grew up in the suburbs and I've never felt I really understood these liminal zones between city and country. I mean, here in Sydney, we're so territorial of our suburban allegiances, but how does this culture come into being, let alone become exclusive? The young Chris is thrown headlong into a world of school and peers that will exert forces subtle and brutal to extract conformity. He reflects that in Australia, it seemed boys were brought up to self-destruct and be reckless, and it breeds in him a shift towards rebellion. In this world, he will face racism for being brown, even as he is taught that the indigenous people of the land he lives on look more like him. In the history classes of the 80s, he is taught that Aboriginal people are dying out, while he befriends a new boy at school who is Aboriginal and far from fading away. It it really struck me, and I don't know that... um, I mean, we can never go back to that time, but just, again, the way masculinity just seemed to be so formally beaten into him in this very rigid way. As the adolescent Christopher faces down this world that dangles acceptance before his eyes, he moves further away from the values and opportunities his parents want him to embrace. These values are not the shield he needs to deflect racist assaults, nor to become one with the mix of his peers. At a family barbecue, Chris overhears a relative confess... Not all of us can become Australians, however hard we try. Now, whether this is the result of individual effort or white gatekeeping, it highlights one of the core themes of Into the Suburbs. This strange and malleable notion of Australianness does not exist equally for all. Into the Suburbs is a fascinating exploration of a life, a time, and the idea that home is simply there, waiting to be found. That is Christopher Rogers' Into the Suburbs. Look, um, it's an incredible book and it's an incredible way of looking at who we are as a country. Um, I've got a, a conversation that I'm going to be sharing with Christopher on Final Draft. So, you know, if people want to tune into that on Saturday mornings and on Wednesday nights, I'd love to hear from you. And Alex, thanks again for, for having me back for Book Club. I'll see you next week. Bye now.